0: We had this theory that if you built something really cool for influencers, then um, brands would come. And and as we were building it, we sort of realized this is not the right way to go about this. It's to build something for brands and then the influencers will come. The concept is, imagine you sell makeup today. Um, Do you sell the brushes too? Because when they're finished buying your makeup, they're going to go buy brushes from somebody else why don't you get that, that, those brushes into your cart and you have that sale too? Awareness is the path to growth and, um, and awareness is so expensive if you have to pay for it. If you're actually literally buying it and then crossing your fingers and hoping people are going to convert.
1: So on today's episode, we're going to talk about why collaborative commerce could potentially disrupt traditional wholesale.
2: We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2X growth in specific areas of your direct to consumer brand. This is the 2X e-commerce podcast hosted by Kuhnle Campbell.
1: Hey folks, welcome to the 2x e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in the direct to consumer selling space. Now, if you work in marketing at an e-commerce business or a founder, I'm going to help you sell more directly to your customers. And each week on this podcast, I interview an expert, a founder of a direct to consumer e-commerce business or representative from a best in class e-commerce SaaS product. We're focused on helping you improve e-commerce growth metrics such as conversions. Average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately sales. A remit is to help you sell more sustainably in the long haul. Now, on today's episode, very, very, very interesting, um, you know, interview I had with David Perry, who is the CEO of a new kind of SaaS e-commerce platform that has over thirty-four thousand Shopify brands already using it. Now, the name of the the platform is called Caro. And um, to get there, it's just go to getcaro.com and it manages, I wouldn't even say social media influencers. Right now, it, it does like collaborative commerce. What do I mean by that? With its network of 35,000 or 34,000 um, Shopify stores, you're able to import what other stores are selling into your catalog, essentially, and work a profit share and um, increase average order value and get a percentage for for a cut. So essentially, you're like an affiliate as a store owner for other reputable e-commerce stores in the ecosystem in a very collaborative way in order to add more value to your customers. So take an example. If I sell microphones and I do not sell microphone um accessories, for instance, I could collaborate with another micro from accessories store to, you know, to have their, at the click of a button, their products essentially in my catalog. And and then when the sale is made, I would sort of fulfill my order and you fulfill your order to your customers, to to my customers. And um, AOV goes up, I make more money off the back of it. And my Customer data is my customer data, if that makes sense, because I've just sold on your behalf, and you make revenue. You, you, um, you're, so you're more or less a distributed wholesaler in in that you know respect. It's it's a very very interesting frontier, and um, David Perry, who is the co-founder of um, of Caro, really sheds a lot of light on on how this system works. Mm-hmm. A bit of background on, on David: um, he was um, a pretty much is, is a, is an accomplished, um, you know, entrepreneur in the, in the gaming space. Um, he had an exit with Sony, um, with, with Sony PlayStation and, and then, um, he, he retired off the back of that and, you know, just was, just got back. He he's, he's a creator. He builds, he tinkers with stuff and he wants to change the world. And, and um you know someone brought um the world of e-commerce to his attention and um he started to build he's a technical guy so a technical co-founder essentially and um yeah Cairo is is an interesting platform um it's a collaborative platform it's something you should test and um in the facebook group in our facebook group i put out a post um which is just asking um, around collaborative, you know, commerce. So if you've seen that post, um, you know, respond and let me know if you have tried, you know, a, a platform such as Cairo and what sort of results you got. Um, David, super interesting. As I said, um, it's a great episode. You know, it's a great conversation. Essentially, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Um, before I let you go. Uh, before you listen to this episode, there's going to be a short interlude from our sponsors who make this podcast possible. So, you know, listen into to that. And then after that, you'll just crack right straight into my conversation with David Perry, co-founder of Caro. See you on the other side. Cheers. and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit Clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is klaviyo.com forward slash 2x. Cloudways has become the hosting platform of choice for thousands of e-commerce merchants, SMBs, and agencies around the globe. Why? Well, there's a high-performing custom stack, top-notch security, the choice between five cloud solution providers, ease of scalability, affordable pricing plans, and so much more. Cloudways also offers support for all PHP-based applications like Magento, WooCommerce, WordPress, Laravel, and others. experience an unbeatable managed cloud hosting experience with cloudways today for $20 free hosting credit use the coupon code boostmag that's b-o-o-s-t-m-a-g that's boostmag moving dreams forward cloudways hey welcome David it's it's an absolute pleasure having you on the 2commerce podcast great to meet you thank you for inviting me oh brilliant, brilliant. Um, I, we're going to jump into to get Cara, as I explained to to the guests you know prior um, but I, I want to know more about you David um what's, what's your background prior to to get Cara? and then we could sort of um, get that story to the lead up to to, to, to how you built out Kara one thing you might not
0: realize is I'm actually British. I know, I know you're in the United Kingdom. You are in the United Kingdom. Yes, right I now, am. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm actually from Northern Ireland, from Belfast. Wow. And um, I went to school there. And um, I got into, I sort of self-taught myself how to make video games. Hmm. But there was no video game industry in Ireland. So I had to move to England. And so I literally left high school and went straight to, uh, to England and started making professional video games. I got to make Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Aladdin for Disney, The Terminator, I even did the Matrix video games. Probably the one I'm known the best for is actually this funky game called Earth Room Gym, which was uh, on the Sega Genesis, uh, Sega Genesis a million years ago. Um, but the last, the last thing I did was uh, build a company um, which was, was focused on um, streaming games from the cloud. So the idea was that someday you won't need to own consoles. And so we, we built the technology to allow the games to stream from the cloud. And PlayStation bought the company and then built it into the PlayStation. It's called PlayStation Now today. and There's millions <laughs> of people paying for that. That's so incredible. that was my last company. And I was supposed to retire. I built myself the most unbelievable man cave ever with, <laughs> you know, woodworking, photo studio, 3D printing. It's like a filmmaker space. Um, and, uh, and and I, I got what happened was I kept finding myself, even when I was building this makerspace, I kept getting influenced by, by experts in every field. And, um, and I, and I, I was, ended up talking to a lot of brands and you start to sort of feel the energy that's in e-commerce and it's such a fun space. And these people are so passionate and so creative. And I just couldn't help myself. I, I was in a room with students and I was uh, an entrepreneurial uh, class and I was the investor. And I met this entrepreneur who was focused on influencers um, and the two of us met and we're, we and it forced us to sort of talk to each other and get to know each other um and and in the end, we decided to build this company together and uh, and that's really how we ended up like strangely, I should be retired right now, but I find myself uh, absolutely fascinated by this space.
1: It's an incredible backstory. Um, you you go back to Sega Genesis, and um, you know the the acquisition from Sony is is more than impressive. In regards to your co-founder, um, is your co-founder a, a technical co-founder, or um, is, is he more B dev in, in, in business? Well, that's actually what's
0: worked out great is this sort of combination because. I'm more investor in technical because I, I used to do a lot of engineering mm-hmm. and he's more um, really interested in the product design and features and talking to the brands and the brand relationships. And so the two actually augment really well. We're not stepping on each other's toes at all. Um, and, and so that's that's been a great role. his name's Jason Goldberg he's been incredible.
1: Jason Goldberg okay. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, let's jump right into to Caro into the Caro proposition. Um how long have you been running Caro for and um in a sentence or two could you explain what Caro is?
0: Yeah, so we I I joined um with Jason back in 2017 and I think uh, what we started out really focused on influencers, thinking that that was the place to go because we had this theory that if you built something really cool for influencers, then um, brands would come. And, and, it, and as we were building it, we sort of realized this is not the right way to go about this. It's to build something for brands and then the influencers will come to, to that. And that's, that's, a, that's worked out for us. So, um, But but Cairo is, is basically this concept um, of getting brands to sell more together. And the word together is absolutely everything. So um, the brands, it's like w- once you get in, it's a bit like an, a club. They all know each other. The CEOs of brands are all friends with each other. And, um, and ultimately, they're very, um, the, a lot of them are sort of in the trenches, just dealing with the day to day, but they don't get a chance to sort of sit back and say, well, what, what is my brand? If I could, If I could have any products I wanted, what would my brand be? And, and, you know, you'll meet a brand like Chubbies who are really known for um, for shorts. They don't want to just be shorts. They, they, they of course, have other clothing too. But the full expansion of their brand is, is the weekend. They want everything to do with the weekend. They want blankets and backyard games and barbecues and everything else. And so does that mean you have to have barbecues in your warehouse? Um, you know, is that really necessary? And so what we have... We have um, currently over a million um, products from over 30,000 brands in our collection. And, um, and, and you can, you know, our concierge team more than happy to make introductions or you can look through our catalogs and, and start to find other partners. But the concept is, imagine you sell makeup today. Um, do you sell the brushes too? Because when they are finished buying your makeup, they're going to go buy brushes from somebody else. Why don't you get that, that, those brushes into your cart? And you have that sale too. It's as simple as that. Why not complete the the the, um, the shopping spree that this person is currently on? And you'll find it in every industry. If they're selling bicycles, they need helmets. If they're selling nail polish, they need nail polish remover. And so that's what we do is we try to pair the brands together. But the, the one big twist is we're not having you buy helmets. You're just taking the helmets from their store and placing them in your store digitally and being able to sell them like that. So... So there's no risk to this. There's no inventory being purchased. There's no products moving around. You're not writing wholesale checks or negotiating restocking fees or any of that stuff. Um, It's a very, very modern approach to this concept. And it allows you to try any product you want.
1: Interesting. Interesting. It brings a plethora of questions. Um, I have um, one is... Um, is it is it one click? So do you just import? So so really, the way from 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 the sounds of things, it is really um, an extension of your catalog. You have a product catalog, but you have inventory um, which you know to be yours, and um, what you present to your customers obviously is what you have in stock. But you're saying that essentially, or what Carro does essentially, because Carro currently has one million products in it, it, you know, in its portfolio, along with thirty thousand brands, is that. You can go into Caro and say, "Okay, what products actually complement my offering to my customers um, from these trusted brands from Caro, and can I just um, extend um, the offering to my customers with um, with Caro's with suggestions or with what I discover on Caro?" So, is it just a one-click button and then bingo, as in I've extended my my seven SKU website to fourteen?
0: Yeah, I Jeez. mean, it literally is that simple. The reason is you ask yourself, what is an actual product? I mean, the last thing you want to do is to say, I think I'm going to sell helmets, for example. Um, I'll buy you know, this one or maybe two colors in, in just the most popular sizes, and I'll buy 10 of them. Well, what if your marketing actually works? Those 10 are going to sell like that, and now you're out of helmets. But by, by doing it this way and taking the helmet from the supplier... It means that the supplier will do their fulfillment, which means that, that, that they have, you know, a huge warehouse of, of helmets, so you can you can sell like crazy. Um, but in reality, what is a helmet in their world? It's it's a product description, it's some images, and it's inventory levels, and and so we can literally just move that across into your store instantly.
1: Okay. Which takes me to my next question, which is around customer experience. You know, so, um, my customers might be used to me dispatching at 4 PM as I'm having like a 4 PM cutoff and, you know, expecting that, um, in, in, in 48 hours or less, they always get what they order from my store. Um, sometimes, you know, I might even have a loyalty program for expedited shipping for a particular group of customers. Um, so, so, how do you control customer experience with with Cairo? You're managing thirty thousand brands. Um, is there a vetting process to to get on board Caro? Because some listeners of this podcast right now might want to get on Caro because this sounds like a channel expansion, in in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we do. We are trying very hard to filter um, and, and try to find you know brands that other brands are going to want to work with, and so that that's it's a little challenging obviously to if someone has get no sales and you know maybe their products are just drop shipped from china no one's going to want to partner with them um the people that they want to partner with are the ones that have you know high quality products that are doing a good job that have nice stores um and they generally care about getting their products to their customers on time too and if you have some very very like stringent requirements you can of course um, call that brand up these this is your partner um, and say, can we work out a way to, to to get this stuff shipping at 4 p.m. or whatever your specific requirements are? Like, it always has to be a pink box for some reason. You can have that discussion; there's no problem. Um, but um, the it, what we're trying to do, do is design the sort of underlying platform to enable it, the, the possibility for it all to to work, and that's the core technology that we've built. But at the end of the day, we do see that there's always these. Uh, interactions um, between brands that that care about some specific thing that they want to talk
1: about. Interesting. Interesting. And you you talk about, you you talked about the fact that you're one of um, 18 or 13 Shopify um, sales channels, um, but you know, that's not Shopify. Do you, do you want to expand on that please?
0: Yeah. So Shopify has this concept of sales channels and um, it allows you to sort of build marketplaces with multiple different um, suppliers um, um, combined together, and this is the kind of thing that we we're we're, we're literally getting up each day saying, "What well, you know? What can we do to help the brands?" Jason is constantly meeting with them, and and they're telling us just straight, you know, we want uh, this this new feature that we have bundles. For example, we want to be able to bundle products together and make a new SKU. So that that means that you can. Work with other brands that you like to make maybe an all-day skincare regime and give it a really cool name. But what you did is you invented a whole new SKU, like it's a it's a skincare in a box, or or it's a you know a, a sort of a, a celebrity um, uh, look in that you could just have because you've you've got the right products and someone who's good at curation has put those products together for you um, and then mm. sell it as a bundle. Another thing that we've been working with, which is is kind of a fun one. Um, that i ha- i haven't mentioned um to you in the past was um, um the idea of um, of sort of intelligent recommendations based upon knowing what is uh what is cool and it's hard to explain what that means it's not um what recommendations today means uh, in your e-commerce store you're upselling something that already um uh, you know, like that's already in your store. For example, you sell an electric toothbrush and so you're trying to upsell an electric shaver with that electric toothbrush. Um, that's not mm-hmm. so interesting and that the conversion won't be that high. What we do is we look to see with electric toothbrush, what is the highest converting thing that we can put beside that in your store? And it turns out that right now that would be Kendall Jenner's toothpaste, which is from a company called Moon Oral Care. <laughs> Um, and so if you put her toothpaste with your electric toothbrush, you're going to get upsells. And that's the kind of um, thing that's fun with this as well, because when you're working at scale, then we have lots and lots of choices. That scale. So you don't exactly. always have to look into your inventory to say, you know, I don't really have anything that goes with that, but I guess I'm going to try to sell you a vase or something with it or a vase. Yep, 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 plan. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right, because it, it just it, it, in reality oh, uh, we have we have a network of people that are interested interested to work together.
1: No, that that makes incredible sense, and you know, um, I love how you chimed, um, how I chimed, um, the fact that it's at scale. So you're you're, you're dealing with the, your data set is you know really wide, one million SKUs. And you're churning through, and you know you know what's selling, you know from a cross sell standpoint, and you could recommend it. So does that mean in the Shopify backend of Caro, your they're like recommendations to each SKU you have, um, saying okay this this product from this merchant will pair up pretty nicely with this product, and then um, they just click add um, at the click of a button, and then you know bingo, it's 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 an offering on, on their site
0: yeah we've actually just recruited in a whole slew of um of incredible data scientists to work on the machine learning aspect of it because it, in a way you can never um, it, you can never sort of be done with that because there's always always new ideas and and thoughts on on how you can make it better and better because you can also build in equations like how how um, high quality is this brand, do they deliver on time, et cetera and so these all matter yep. this, it's quite complex. Uh, and you can see why, as an engineer, I kind of get excited by what we're doing because it's complex stuff. But um, but in a way, it's something that no individual brand can ever afford to do. They can't, hire, you know, hire a whole army of machine learning engineers to work on their data. It's not going to happen. Um, and so, the idea is to try to help. Um, I, I sort of have a, a funny things in my head that I think are going to happen in the future is someone will say, "I'm going to add this snowboard to my store," and, and, and we're going to basically be like, "Well, that's a cool, cool choice, but this one here is selling 10 times more right now." <laughs> right And mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. That's, that's the real world, um, you know, because someone's doing something cool on social media right now, and this one is really hot. And, uh, and we need to help brands and... with that. Why? I don't want you to sit there in the dark and not know, you know, what you what you could be carrying that would sell profoundly more than you're currently selling. Um, yep. And so, this is really the future um, for some of the things that we're working on right now.
1: Uh, and and it's it's, it's really. The, the relevance, I guess, from the recommendations would, would also, amongst um, all of the other data points, would be also very timely, time based. It probably look back in the last 24 hours, last, you know, one hour to, to really hone in on the recommendations because things change quite often. Kendall. Kendall, um, could, Kendall Kardashian could essentially, you know, um, have posted something on social media, you know, and, and then that could have been, you know, a trend, you know, and in, in the last 24 hours, the freshness of that, um, would really, really, you know, come to play. Okay. So we talked about functionality of Caro, how it works, customer experience, the impact of customer experience. And, you, you know, you talked about the fact that it is fulfilled by merchants, um, which makes a lot of sense. Um, it's it's just cost effect, it's cost effective. You know the merchant is not going to have to ship to the brand, and then there's, there's a time delay, and then there's cost to that. What about data sharing? Obviously, with um with with, with you know I with a lot of the heavy lifting done by the brand to attract traffic and a customer to their website, and then offering them um you know recommendations. Is is there a data sharing mechanism? And what are the ramifications, especially in the EU, for instance, in the UK with, um, uh, with data protection laws, um, how, how, how does that, um, you know, sort of play out on, on CARA?
0: Yeah. So um, again, as a platform, um, what's kind of interesting is we don't own any of the data. The data all belongs to the brands. So we don't, um, we're like Switzerland a little bit, like, because we're not competing with them in any way. We're more of a switchboard. And so it's their data. If they ever, if they ever leave our platform, they take their data with them. That's just how it is, um, and it's a uh, it's something that we take very seriously. We of course have a data compliance team, and um, and GDPR CCPA is what they have over here in California. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. it matters uh, immensely to us. And so whatever the the restrictions are, um, in a way, to some extent, um, uh, working within the the, the re- the sort of rules of shopify system we have to we have to support all of this as well but um it's really up to the brands to work out what their data relationship is um meaning if they're going to redact data um or if they're going to to share um data because they can do that anyway um and so uh, it's really up to them how they handle the relationships but we um we certainly have built in the, the the systems to redact data and protect it. Um, if, if, so
1: more merchants redact data the, than um, you know share data. Yeah. on the platform, it's other It's Totally up
0: to them how they how they handle it, and and if there's any sort of changes in the law, which honestly I think maybe the way it's going to go, is it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter on privacy globally. So at some point we will just maybe have to force um, full redaction of data. Um, um, as time goes on, we'll just, we will, uh, we have, again, we have a whole team just to handle this. So, um, they will, uh, and
1: then the, the, the other ways to, 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 sort of play with this as a merchant, I would think. So, um, if for instance, a sale comes to my dashboard as a shop Shopify merchant from, from Kara, from a Kara merchant, um, I would rethink packaging and how I communicate, um, to, to that particular customer. Um, within the packaging obviously that 's an overhead in in warehousing and and you know in in, in my packaging but but I think uh, in order to win customer data, especially if you know we've we've put our uh, you know uh, a lot of effort into delivering a, a really good product and getting getting it to them on time i'll probably want to put a slip or something to to let them know that um they could you know get another discount for instance um you know in the next shop with us. And just let them know that we exist. You know, as well, a, let's, as a uh, merchant, think
0: about I mean. the value of that, the, the customer acquisition cost. You've, you know, effectively you didn't pay Facebook or Google anything. You got a brand new customer that you've, you're now sending a box out to. Yes, that that is a valuable situation. Um, we've had celebrities ask, can they put a letter in, um, you know, from them saying thank you for buying my my, my products. Um, but w- what's interesting is, um, I, I think from a brand perspective and from an influencer perspective is this idea that they currently today don't know who they influence because a lot of the deals they do are some kind of affiliate deal or or they're sending using some kind of codes and sending the sales somewhere else that I've met with influencers are like, oh, it's so exciting. I just got my merch deal. And, I, and, and I'm like, well, how does it work? And they go, well, this company sells all my stuff. And it's like, but that means you don't have any customers. So what what happens today is a lot of celebrities and a lot of influencers don't know who they influence and have no way to ever reach them. And they've been doing this for years. And so if you think about it from the perspective of building your own customer database, it means that ultimately they can then remarket and say to the next you know, a uh, cosmetic deal they're going to do. I've sold, I don't know, 4 million people have bought cosmetics based on my advice. And I have the full, they're in my Shopify store. And I would yeah. like to, uh, would you like to work with me or you want to work with this other person who has no clue who they, who they actually influence? Absolutely. And so it's kind of the future for me. And I think it's a huge expansion opportunity for commerce. Today, there's probably about 8 million brands in the world. and This is my own estimate. Um, and I estimate there's about 60 million influencers right now that, that would be um, uh, applicable to this. And so we're starting to think about um, what does that paradigm become? How does how does uh, how does celebrities and influencers um, retail um, in a in a completely frictionless way? And so this is something for 2022. We're going to be putting some um, some serious energy into.
1: I can't wait to, 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 to find out more about that um, when it comes. Okay, so you, you talked about CAC is really, really important because, um, you know, CAC is rising. Uh, everybody wants to sort of, you know, have their customers stick with them longer. Um, how does profit sharing work, um, given the fact that, um, you know, a a brand has already incurred the, the CAC cost upfront and essentially another brand is, I wouldn't say piggybacking off, you know, that, but, you know, because everything is, it's a cooperative at the end of the day. Um, so, so how does, how does profit sharing work? You know, um, for w- w- what, what does it play out? on what's, what's
0: most important is getting brands to agree that, that this other person who went and found this customer and sent the order to you is important. This is not. Uh, this this doesn't happen for free. They went in and, and and built a brand that people are going to their store. They're seeing your product and then they're buying it and you're getting that order. That that to me is a pretty great relationship. How many of those would you like? Uh, lots. And uh, and and so in in that scenario, well, are you going to be generous to those people? Or are you going to try to like literally give them nothing? Just you know, hey, I'll give you one percent margin. Um, it, you, the more generous you are, it's kind of obvious, the more generous you are, the more you're going to get um, brands that want to partner with you. And so it's in a way, it's a self solving problem. Um, if a brand is is unwilling to share, meaning that if in a, in a normal retail relationship, or maybe they don't have any retail relationships, because they won't give away any margin. Um, um, and I've talked to, to entrepreneurs like that, you know, and they just, they just don't have any relationships because they they won't share margin, and it's like, but that doesn't really make sense um, because awareness is the path to growth, and um, and awareness is so expensive if you have to pay for it, if you're actually literally buying it and then crossing your fingers and hoping people are going to convert. Every single one of these sales that comes in is an actual sale, right? These are you're only ever sharing the retailer cut. But when someone hands you a finished sale, like the sale already happened, here's the wholesale money. Would you like to complete this transaction, please? That's an ideal scenario. Um, mm-hmm. and you're not wasting your time and and dealing with returns or any of that kind of stuff, um, you know by by selling wholesale deals that come back or anything like that this is This is about as frictionless as it could possibly be but but ultimately, Um, the way I look at it is you're putting hooks in the water. um, And how many hooks do you want to have in the water? Um, Because uh, every single visitor to to those stores that see your products, even if they don't buy, as you know, in marketing, they always teach you that people have to see things multiple times to finally make a decision to buy it. Um, Mm -hmm. You've got those hooks in the water, and all these different customers are coming by and seeing your products. And later, um, if you end up using our recommendation system, it means that your products will also be seen in checkout. How important is it that your products are seen in checkout? Because if you think about the design of any e- e-commerce site, the node is the checkout. Like you all, whatever page you come through, you end up hitting checkout. So, and the credit card's out at that moment. It's probably the most valuable real estate there is. And so by, by being able to have your products appear in other people's checkouts is pretty phenomenal as well. And so that's why we think that that's a key, a key feature of the system.
1: Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents Accidents happen. happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth cloud based e commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Remember to head over to rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2x e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. g-i-a-s dot com and mention 2x e-commerce podcast for two months free that is gorgeous.com for two months free just mention 2x e-commerce absolutely so do, 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 do you have any like best practice you know recommendations in terms of like you know margin share or um is, is that just left to to merchants to to figure out
0: yeah currently um currently we will we will tell brands that what we think is that we'd like to have appear in their store and then they can vet that and say actually, I don't want to compete with that brand or that we don't like this brand or whatever they can they can filter because they need to have that control um, but ultimately um you know in in the long long term three five years from now, I'm hoping a bit like Tesla's cars you'll just start to trust it um it's gonna take a mm. while for people to just to, to learn to trust it. But um, so, you know, it will it will take some time for that to happen. Um, but over time, in a way, if we can prove to you with data that the decisions that we're making are growing your store, um, then then to some extent, why not just let that do its thing?
1: Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Um, I just wanted to ask... Just one one kind of like final question, which is like you know how have you know merchants Shopify merchants um, sort of discovered Karo, um over time? W- what's been the has it been through the Shopify app store? Has it been word of mouth? Um, what what has led to to the growth? Because you know thirty thousand brands on your platform is you know is substantial. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of surprising. I'm actually impressed that you found us as
0: well. In reality, we haven't started mm-hmm. marketing yet. We officially start um, the 1st of November. And th- from that point, we're going to do our first press release. And um, you know, that's, that's this, uh, this is kind of fun. This is my first uh, uh, podcast now that we've agreed yeah. to start really marketing. Um, on it. And we are going to uh, launch a new website, completely new messaging, really, really tight, really clean. We have an amazing agency working on that right now. Um, uh, we, we hired a, a PR agency as well. Uh, we have some pretty exciting news coming on who invested, um, and overall, um, you know, things are going really well. So this is, this is, this is going to be the biggest Black Friday and Cyber Monday in history. And, um, and so we're, we're literally spending our time in the short term right now, just getting ready for that, getting our brands, hardening the code, getting everybody ready. Um, and, uh, and then when we come out the other side, we'll be focused more on on uh, continuing to grow the network, um, and so that's going to be fun.
1: I'm super excited for for you for the team, um, most especially. I I you know this makes sense. You know whether it's trying to increase AOV, um, you know um, whether it's to get people to stay on your site longer, to to drive value, to to drive CLV long term. Yeah, um, just. Extending, creating a channel at the click of a button is a for me it's it's a no brainer. Um, it's it's a total no brainer um, for best in class Caro merchants. Um, what percentage of revenue is Caro sort of um, accounting for in comparison to you know your box standard uh, you know channels where, whether it be at the Facebook, the Google's, and and the mm-hmm. like. In general,
0: we see when a brand leans in about 20% growth, um, right away when they, when they lean in hard, then we see maybe 60% growth in their company. And so, um, and that to us is still early days because they've only just started adding products. If they keep adding more and more and more and more products, they're going to get more and more and more sales. So it's, it's, it, you have to. It's a new thing. A lot of brands didn't wake up this morning knowing this is possible, and so and they they think um, you know oh this is this means you're drop shipping from China and it's like no no that's not what we're doing at all. Um, and so to be clear, that's not what this is, and it's not some kind of a affiliate um, thing. It really is a way to grow your business. And when you see like two baby brands collaborate and their sales just go sixty percent up, you know within that month, um, then. Then you're kind of like, okay, okay, this is really interesting, and 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 what more can they do together, um, and what is this going to do to wholesale? Because wholesale as a concept becomes kind of archaic. If you look at every single pain point in wholesale, this this just solves it. Um, and oh. and, uh, and again, if if Shopify fulfillment um, comes online in a way um, that we can use sooner than later, we're really excited about that because that will. Make the, the the final shipping of the products even more dramatic yeah. if they show more up
1: consolidated. Year. Yeah, I'm yeah. super excited yeah.
0: about that. Um, super supportive, yeah. and uh, and again, we're very supportive of Shopify um, getting more celebrities and influencers live as quickly as possible um, because I think that's going to be critical to their careers.
1: What about the critical ratio of my products versus my partners' products? I, I like to view Collective more as partners, right? Um, is, is there a fine ratio? Is it 50-50? Is it 60-40? Should, people's, should your customers still experience more of you? Of you um, or do you sort of notch it up over the holidays, for instance, um, and then notch it down a little bit? What, what are you seeing? Um, or What would you recommend from, from Caro's point of view, You know, given the fact that you're essentially, as you said, a switchboard like, like Switzerland, you know, where you're orchestrating all of this as a platform.
0: Yeah, you know what happens is I, I say to brands, does any of your customers ask you questions or advice? Is there anything that they say, you know, um, what, you know, what, um, uh, like, it's, let's say it's, it, you're, you're selling, uh, I'll go back to the bike example, what helmet should I wear or what gloves or what, what uh, chain oil do you recommend for this bike? Um, whatever the, the, the there's always questions coming in. We don't know what those questions are. Those are directly to the brand, but the brand is con- is starting to go, hmm, maybe we should start thinking about selling um, whatever. And I'll give you an example is I, I talked to a skincare uh, company that does um, uh, sunscreens. and they, and they said to us, you know people are asking us all the time for lots of other things other than just the sunscreen, uh, but we just do the sunscreen because that's what we manufacture that's fine manufacturers of the sunscreen but but they they said it would be so cool if we could have a section of our site that's called what goes in the beach bag and it has towels and glasses and everything else that we that we could curate for our audience and it's and it's it, that's really the point it's so easy that would be the 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 easy version of doing this right you could do that today and um increase your average order value today um and so i think that's why it's fun because I'm sitting on the phone or, or on a Zoom call with these CEOs and you see the penny drop and they're like, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. the bundles. Yeah. Um, I'd love to make a bundle. Um, we've even had really interesting conversations with, imagine um, I, I, I talked to the CEO that makes an app for the phone where you can have time with a vet. And I, and I kind of went, mm-hmm. I don't know if we can really help you because you're talking about a mobile phone app and we're a Shopify technology platform. Um, I'm not sure I can really help you. And the lady said to me, well, I have a problem because vets keep recommending products. And is there any way mm-hmm. we could have a store where we could sell the, the, the recommended products but not actually touch any products? We don't want warehouses filled with dog beds or anything like that. And uh, mm-hmm. and, and, we, and I'm like, absolutely, we can help you. And then she said, is it possible to make a new SKU, which is time with a vet? And And I'm like, of course you can. And yeah. and and wait a minute, that we could push that into all the pet stores. An emergency call with a vet, it could go into yeah. all of the stores like tomorrow and, and 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 that's and then you go to yourself, well oh, hold on. That so, means any service can become a skew and be pushed into all the retail stores and your mind just yeah. goes, boom, right? This is a huge opportunity. And so Ish. that's where this is so fun.
1: It's it's fun. It's it's incredible. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to how creative merchants sort of um, you know get with it because um you know sometimes even as a creator you know yourself um you you, know, you you only know what you know and then you know people will take you know what you have what you put out there and really get creative with it. Um, I just love the fact that Caro is a platform, um, and so you know um, yeah. It'd be very, very interesting in use cases, uh, and for me, it's, 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 you know, with volatility and risk, um, just diversification of your, um, your, your traffic sources and your sales is absolutely important. And you know, you seem to be solving that problem. So. David, thank you so much for coming. But before I let you go, we have these this rapid fire question section where I'm gonna ask you about five or seven questions five six or seven questions. And if you could use a single sentence to answer each of them, you would be a okay. I'll do my best. That's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you I'll give you the simplest one. Are you a
0: morning person? Um, no. I need a giant okay. cup of coffee this big. Okay, what two things
1: can't you live without?
0: Um, I can't live without technology and learning new things. I, I have to have. Uh, I'm surrounded by er- everything that I own needs to be charged <laughs> 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 or uses electricity. Uh, what book? Okay, what what book are you currently reading? Um, I I tend to listen to um, Audible books, um, um, and I'm just trying to think of the name of the one that I just read. It's got a really funky name. Um I would have to load up my audible to tell you the exact name no worries. but it's basically all um all of these different ideas on um that have sort of created the world today, so some of the biggest uh sort of ideas on on how things form and get created um and it's kind mm-hmm. of fascinating mm-hmm. to, to, to to but but i i just I revolve through all the cool books that are uh, that you're you're probably hearing about um and I just buy them okay. audible but i with with uh, COVID, I'm not driving as much, so I'm not getting to listen to as many books as I normally do.
1: That that's the thing. I try and get find an excuse to drive to to listen to yeah. because that that's where I really sort of. Enjoy podcasts in the car. I don't know, in the cabin of my car,
0: it's like, it's so weird. You can learn a lot in in Los Angeles traffic, I'll tell you that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine. I can testify to that. Been there a few times, I rented a car. Bad idea. What advice would you give to yourself five years ago?
0: Um, five years ago, I would uh, I would probably uh, I would have said to myself, "You should go ahead and retire," because I would have had so much creative projects done by now. But honestly, um, I, I'm very happy that I did choose this path because this has been really fun building uh, this platform.
1: Final question: What's <clears throat> what's been your best mistake to date? By that I mean a setback that's giving you the biggest feedback.
0: Well, I think probably the biggest mistake. Um, Tying it into what we're currently doing is, is the fact that we, we started with influencers first and then uh, went to brands later. If we had have done that, it would have saved us maybe a year um, and, and a year matters. So we, I wish we had have done it the other way around. But in reality, um, it, it's so funny because investors are calling constantly wanting to talk about influencer commerce. So in a way, it, it, all, it all worked out.
1: Yeah, and interestingly, when um, the opportunity to speak to Caro, you know, um, when I was doing my research on Caro, I thought initially you were an influencer marketing platform. It was not until I started, you know, really research um, and realize you're more of a collaborative collaborative commerce platform. Mm -hmm. David, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. For those who want to, you know, find out more about, you know, get Caro, it's getcaro.com. So, G E T C A R O dot com. Um, David, do you hang out on social media at all, or um, are you more um not so much, uh, not so much. Not but so um, much. Uh, one okay.
0: one note for your um for for the fans of your show, um, let's uh if they email hello at getcaro.com and mention this mm-hmm. this uh, podcast, then then they will get special treatment. Just make sure that they 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 Fantastic. reach out. Fantastic, and they will get full concierge treatment for that. Um, but um, yeah, so. Other than that, um, th- this, I-, I love what you're doing and I just, I want to say, um, you know, thank you for sharing this kind of information with people because honestly, there's so many entrepreneurs out there and, and they are they're uh, you know, when you see them, they're all on the, on the cusp of, 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 of sort of rapid growth. And, and I love the fact that you're, you're sort of bringing together lots of cool ideas from different people so that they can grow. And, uh, you know, you know, I'm cheering you along because I think that that's the future. I'm six foot eight inches tall, and retail wow. has let me down my entire life. So I order everything online, and I love shopping online. And for me, the future of shopping is online. And so I'm cheering these people along.
1: Incredible, incredible! You're you're a very very pleasant guest, and um, I. You know, I wish you more success with, with Cairo. You, you probably don't, you, you already have so much, um, but it's an incredible you know, course you're taking. And um, for me, this is a no-brainer. Um, so, so thank you, David, for, for sharing. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of 2 X Ecommerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2x e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, Ecommerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2 X Ecommerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app.